Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be picking away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. Live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is more than a house, it's a personal paradise. Get yours with Rocky Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Mike Pete, uh, James Cross, the way. Uh, you've got bogus here. Updates to 9 a.m. Eastern. Time we go. Thursday night football tonight, as week four does get going. It is Packers, it is Eagles, the Green Bay Packers 3 0. Eagles have disappointed a little bit. Uh, to begin their uh, 2019 campaign, Taz, as they're sitting there at one and two. Alshon Jeffrey expected to be back. Uh, he's missed a little bit of time dealing with what was first described as a, a, a groin injury, but um, he is back in the fold for the Philadelphia Eagles tonight. That's good news for Carson Wentz. The Eagles succumbed to a lot of drops last week in their home loss against Matt Patricia-led Detroit Lions. Uh, it will be a fun one. Tonight's an actually entertaining, interesting game as compared to, uh, say, last week when you had Jags and, and Titans. Apologies yeah. to all the Jacksonville, Tennessee fans out there, but that was a snooze fest. Yeah, well, Jags got, got themselves a must-needed win, win there, though, but I get your point. Yeah, this is this is pretty cool tonight, I mean, to your point, because, you know, anytime you're playing a game at Lambeau, it's it's great. They're playing in Green Bay, and, uh, and you know, listen – uh, Aaron da- Aaron Rodgers is always must see TV because you never know you never know. I mean he's 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 one of the great ones and and he could just turn it up and blow it up and do all that. Wentz uh, Wentz you know Wentz is he stays uh, he stays healthy he stays good to go. I mean this could be uh, you know because you never know with him uh, this could be a hell of a battle. It's gonna be a good game. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and and there's a, a number of uh, you know certainly fascinating storylines where you look at the the Eagles with the expectations they had coming in Taz, and if we drill down on them a little bit here, um, you know, defensive line has not played well, uh, which has affected them because and they lost a lot along the defensive line. You know, Chris Long and Michael Bennett. Um, we talked about it. I mentioned to you what was it about a week and a half ago the athletic piece that did they did on uh, the Eagles and that defensive front and Fletcher Cox talking about the fact of missing the preseason, coming off of uh, postseason or offseason, I should say, surgery, uh, that he has not been his usual dominant self along that defensive front for the Philadelphia Eagles, and they've not been able to get the pressure. So right. guys in that secondary have been exposed, and they've given up 
you know, some of the big play, and, and, and Schwartz has tried to make some sort of adjustments as you've gone along here, but the defensive line for the Eagles have got to get going. They, you know, their ground game has not merely been as once as what it was, and then when you look at Carson Wentz, who I believe is leaving, plays on the field, and now is free and easy, and this is his team. Right. There is no Nick Foles coming out of the shadows. There's no chance for Nick Foles. He's banged up and hurt as a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is his squad, Taz, as you know, the he is their franchise guy. They paid him to be their franchise guy. They tell you that he's their franchise guy. Well, you know, tonight's a big game where you don't need you know uh, you don't need Carson Wentz just to be a a guy. He's got to be the guy. If you're going to go into Lambeau and beat the Packers, I need to see a little bit more from Carson Wentz tonight. To where not only is he putting on his receivers' hands. But in the fourth quarter, this team's got an opportunity to win. Yeah, and you know you need to those receivers that you mentioned that, that are on the Eagle that Eagles team. You know, in defense to Wentz, you know when they played the Lions, they had like seven or eight drops. Yeah, six I, mean, I think it was in total in the second like, half. Yeah, you got to catch the ball. I oh mean, no, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with you. I, I don't, Taz. But there were also there were also you know plays and decisions by Wentz in the first half and in that course of that game where you kind of raise an eyebrow a little bit. And yeah. he's got to be better. There's no doubt he needs the help. Sure, I agree with you. I mean Aguilar. He's got to make that catch down in Atlanta That's right. That's right. when he's going down the left sideline and he drops it, um, at which we poke fun at uh, you know at the time and the, the you know the, the we play that we played that story the other day from a, a Philly resident poking fun at it as well. Um, look, talking about a real life situation, but you know the Eagles now when you know they've been all in, they are all in on Carson Wentz. Taz, they're sitting here at one and two. It's a fascinating matchup because the Eagles are a desperate team. Last Thursday night, Jacksonville was desperate. Right now, the Eagles aren't home, which is a disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. They go on the road. They lose probably a practice day and a walkthrough day. Mm. Um, you know, And plus, they lose the ability to rest and recover, too, because they are not home. Now they go on the road, short work week, <clears throat> desperate for a win. And you're going against Aaron Rodgers. So a, a, a 3-0 Packer team, as, as you said, in Lambeau. So... That's tough. That's <laughs> going to be tough. And, you know, defensively, you're right about that defensive line. They've, they've had a problem with the rush for sure. And these guys were known for putting a lot of heat on a QB. And, uh, you know, Brandon Graham, for example, this is a guy who's had a great career. I mean, he's getting $27 million guaranteed. Okay, he got that to stay in Philly. Okay, and, and he's not really doing anything. So you need a guy like him to step up as a leader on that D-line, as one of the leaders, to step up and have a big game. Um, Fletcher Cox, you, you don't even hear about him. Right or wrong? No, he's been very quiet. Nothing. You know, I mean, this guy he's been was, very quiet. You know, and Graham set a tone or, or set a goal for himself to have double-digit sacks at the end of the year, Taz. We'll see if he ends up getting there. But right, right. Uh, you're right. I mean, in, in, in the point that, uh, you know, we mentioned uh, in terms of the defensive front, and if they don't get pressure on Aaron Rodgers and the defensive line doesn't play better, then it's going to be more of an impetus on the Carson Wentz-led Eagle offense to mm. put up touchdowns because – if they're not going to pressure Aaron Rodgers, Taz, and he's got all day to sit there, or they move the pocket and they roll him out and he's not feeling any kind of heat, there's only so long that secondary is going to hold up. And yeah. and they're going to get and they're going to give up big plays, whether it be to, you know, uh uh to Geronimo Allison or Devontae Adams or Valdez Scantling. I mean, they, they will give up plays left and right, and that means the Eagles will which I'd love to see. I mean, who wouldn't want to see Wentz and Rodgers going back and forth That'd touchdown for touchdown? Be great. very, very entertaining. But Taz, I don't know if that's the Eagle game they want to get to because I don't know if Carson Wentz can be as efficient as Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no, no, I think you're right. And and the thing is too, I mean that as far as that defensive line for the Eagles that you were just talking about, like that, 
you're going against a, a pretty stout offensive line on that Packers team. Okay, that's a stout line with Billy Turner there, Beluga, uh, Bakhtiari. I always say, always but David Bob. How do you say his name? Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari. I always screw his name up, but he's a hell. He's a hell of a left tackle. And as we learned in the offseason, can chug a beer. That's oh, that's right. That was him. That's right. Basketball at a Bucks Jones. game. At a Bucks game. Yeah, I remember it. Pounded the beer. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you're right. Right down the gullet. <laughs> Uh, but you're right. Good old, the good old pack- line, though. Good yes, line, the Packers though. offensive line is a good one. And a Green Bay team, Taz, that came into the year where if you looked at the complexion of the NFC, and we spent a you know a, a decent amount of time on it, but when you look at the Packers coming into this season, LaFleur at, at head coach, the drama with the McCarthy firing last year, you know, people kind of picking at Aaron Rodgers a little bit, picking at the scab, picking at the scab, picking at the scab. Uh, even though they addressed the defense in free agency, it wasn't a Packer team that was built up. It wasn't, right? We talked right. about the Rams yeah. coming back off the loss against the Super Bowl. We talked about the Saints and how they got screwed in the NFC Championship game. You know, you talked about the return of Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. Minnesota now maybe revitalized after a down year, second year for Kirk Cousins. You <laughs> talked about you love the Dallas Cowboys. I had them making the playoffs. You haven't won the NFC East. I talked right. up the Philadelphia Eagles, this being their team. Now, it was almost surprising when you look at how legendary of a franchise the Green Bay Packers are, led by a first ballot without a shadow of a doubt Hall of Famer in Aaron Rodgers. You know, the Packers didn't get a lot of love and didn't get a lot of burn in terms of being maybe one of the teams right. in the NFC. They People looked at them as a playoff team, potentially, but not being the team. And you look at the way that they played so far this year. And, you know, they've done it differently, Taz. They've not gone out there, and they're not averaging 40 points a game. And Rodgers is not lighting it up every single week. But I'll tell you, overall, they're, they might be a better football team without it. Defensively, Penton's done a nice job. The guys they brought in in free agency have worked. Gary, the first-round pick, who's banged up now, he looked very, very good in the preseason. They like uh, the kid Savage, the defensive back safety coming out of Maryland. They think he's going to be an absolute stud and has played very, very well. But, Taz, they're a better all-around overall team. You know, they've got two of the best. You know, they've got a good punter, a good special kick place kicker in Crosby, who's been there, I feel like, for 50 years. (laughs) But Mason Crosby's been there forever. Defensively, Petten's done a nice job. Offensively, they can run it and they can throw it. Mm. You mentioned in terms of in front of a solid offensive line. I think the Packers through the first three weeks have maybe opened up some eyes in terms of, well, if they're like this now, imagine if they stay Mm. healthy, what they're going to be like come December. Right. Correct. No, you're right. And and getting a win, you know, uh, on the road, they opened up and they beat uh, arguably the best defense in the league in Chicago. Uh, in Chicago, and they beat them ten three, and then they then they beat the Vikings at home, then they beat the Broncos at home, you know, and now uh, you know they 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 play the Eagles at home. But the the big test, if they let's say they get past the Eagles tonight, which I got a feeling they will, they go to Dallas after week after that. So that's to me, it's going to be a test. Now that's interesting because you got the Packers winning the NFC North. Okay, I, I got, do. I got the Bears winning the North. So I, I and I you know, it, it, all to your point, like I wasn't sold. Oh, the Packers before the season started because there wasn't a lot of attention on it when you looked at it, some of the players and the movement. I wasn't. You were, though. So let's see. I mean, they're sitting 3-0. They're looking well, pretty yeah, good. And I'm not, I'm not bringing it up for the fact of, of trying to pat myself on the back. No, I, no, I don't no, want to come no. across. But my point being, though, Taz, is you know why? Because I think people are drawn to the drama of mm. Aaron Rodgers. He's and great. It, and, but, no, no, <laughs> but, but the drama part. But right. the drama I, 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 in I, I, terms I of, of the stories that you read after the McCarthy fallout and right. – 
How is he going to get with a, along with LaFleur, a coach yeah, with Lafleur, yeah. who's yeah. stepping in, who's never been a head coach before? Legendary, you know, uh, legendary franchise in Green Bay. Was Rodgers going to buy in, or wasn't he going to buy in, mm. Taz? And let's be realistic here: we haven't seen the Packers play at that kind of level. They've been a playoff team. They've had some success in the playoffs, right. but it's been a while since they've been a Super Bowl winner. I mean, you have to go back a ways ago since the Green Bay Packers won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. So it's been a little bit of time here since we've seen them at that kind of level. But I'll ask you, I liked them before the start of the year. You liked them, but you liked the Bears a little bit more. Correct. Does your opinion of the Packers, have they shown you through the first three weeks to where then you look at them a lot differently now than you did four weeks ago? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, because, you, again, you're reminded that Aaron Rodgers, and you more or less, uh, you alluded to this, he more or less, he gets it done at the end of the day, and, and he wins the game. You know, his he gets his team to win the game, they win the game. I mean, uh, it's not like they're going out there and winning in dominant, insane fashion, like uh, Tom Brady would with the, with the Patriots, I mean, uh, but but he gets it done. So, yeah, I... I'm reminded the past couple of weeks, okay, well, yeah, he is Aaron Rodgers. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I took him as my quarterback on my fantasy team for a reason because he's yeah, great. for sure. You know, and, and... He's a great player. Yeah, he is. So, uh, you know, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I, I mean I'm, I'm looking at, at our picks, and like you, like I said, you have the Eagles winning the NFC East, and you have the, uh, you have the Packers winning the NFC North, and I'm thinking... Yeah, I, I can't do, redo it now. I'm thinking like maybe I should have went Packers, NFC North, because now three weeks into this thing, I believe in the Packers more than I believe in the Bears for the North, and I took the Bears for the North. I believe in the Bears' defense more than the Packers' defense, but that offensive line for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers in general, I mean, it's tough to compare him to Trubisky. I mean, Trubisky's not in his league, you know, as far as success. You know, they're, right. They're, You're right about that. It, it, it's not. but And, and we've got a ways to go. And yeah, we could yeah, be, yeah. you know, a, two months from now, Taz, we could, have a, could be having a completely different conversation. The Packers have come apart at the seams True. and the Bears are winning the NFC North. And, uh, you know, and, and we're doing, uh, you know, we're looking back uh, and do a little rewind about this conversation right. sitting here on this Thursday morning. And that's very, very conceivable because a lot of things can change in the National Football League. I guess the thing that's most impressed me about Green Bay, which I didn't really factor in when I made the decision, was more a belief of maybe a big bounce back year offensively by Aaron Rodgers, mm. is I think this is probably their best all around team in four or five years. You feel this Packer team? You feel yeah. their be- best all around? Wow. Well, and I'm not saying I'm not saying it's going to equate. And you know, I haven't. I'm had surprised great, that you said that. Well, you know why? Because I think they're a better defensive team. Packers. The Packers are a better defensive team than I've seen in quite some time in Green Bay. I never trusted that defense. I really didn't. And I liked what they did in the offseason. But they've come around here. Now you're going to say, well, I mean, listen, Kirk Cousins can't beat a quality team. They beat the Broncos at home, led by Joe Flacco. And the Bears are scared of Mitch Trubisky. That's the way Matt Nagy coaches. So it's not exactly like they went out there and beat the Patriots, the Chiefs, um, and, you know, uh, the New Orleans Saints with Drew Brees, a quarterback, the first three weeks of the year. I get that. But, um, I, you know, when I look at Green Bay, which is, I think it's, a, I agree with you, I think you take the Packers tonight against the Philadelphia Eagles. I think you, I heard you say that before, Taz, uh, is you, that's where you would lean as well yeah. with Green Bay. I'd agree with you because I just think right now they're just a better all-around team than Philadelphia. Um, and we'll, 
The defense has played really well. Mike Pettin's done a nice job in that defense. They addressed the defense. And here's where you give the Packers organization credit. They realized it wasn't working with McCarthy. They got rid of him. They bring in LaFleur. But they also brought in a guy that addressed some desperate needs along that defense in free agency. And they spent some money in free agency. And those guys so far have played well. And and the Packers. So it sounds like we both agree the Packers are going to win the game. I think they cover you think they cover? Minus four. Their Packers are minus I four would at home. I take the Packers and lay the four. I think they cover. Yeah. yeah so I'm we with agree you. on that. I yeah. agree with you. Take yeah. the Packers and lay the four points tonight in the Thursday night game. Want to hear from you? 855-212-4227. Who you got in the Thursday night affair tonight out in Lambeau? Uh, weather will not be a factor. Temperature around 52 degrees. You can see the game on Fox and the NFL Network. will be a fun one. Really one of the more sexier matchups of the weekend. Uh, but who do you like? The Eagles or the Packers tonight? 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Tony Romo might miss Sunday's NFL broadcast if he can make the cut. We'll explain. We'll get into that next. It's Taz. It's Moose. On a Thursday, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, just a couple days away. Don't miss it. Spence Jr. versus Porter, Saturday at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. Ordering right now, live on pay-per-view, also available on the Fox Sports app. So we do know this, Taz. Tony Romo is a good broadcaster, right? You love him. Ah, uh, this is my man. Yeah, and his contract is up, and... He's going to have a lot of suitors after this year uh, as uh, ESPN might come calling and Fox might come calling. And, you know, CBS certainly does want to retain him. And he's uh, could threaten, uh, I think at one point in time, John Madden was making around $8 million, I believe it was, a year uh, as an analyst, an NFL analyst uh, at uh, his high point, at his high watermark. Uh, I believe that's right. $8 million a year for John Madden. So he could maybe threaten that mark. So life's been good for Tony Romo. Sure. We also oh! know... Yes, no doubt. We also know this. He's an avid golfer. Yes, I, yes. Romo yes. likes golf. Are you golf? Uh, mini. No, do you ever know? Have you ever gone on the list? I have in, in Baltimore. I have. In Baltimore. I, I have in Baltimore. Yeah, really? I, there's a, I have, and I actually did well. I, I, um, it was years ago when I was with a lot of big, fancy WWE executives, that, and one of them lived on a golf course. He had a big, fancy house with a fake lake. And, uh, and what did you a, shoot? Uh, low. I was low. Yeah. Let's <laughs> stop. I, I'm telling. I don't remember the number. We were pounding beers. I mean, I don't remember anything. We, we, we Wait, so you picked game, up golf clubs drunk. for the first time and you shot the ball well and you shot well. I did. Like eighties? Yeah. No, oh, no, so not eighties. No, not eighties. No, no. I would take the over on that. Not one. I would take the over. <laughs> There's no Andrew way. This is like North Korea. Like Kim Jong Un just played no. golf for the first time and had four holes in one. Yeah, nineties. <laughs> Hundreds, uh, couple of hundreds. 120? Uh, yeah, no, one forty. I was pounding beers. No, I'm not. Like I understand crazy. that. Was there I one was shot? A lip. Because I mean, it was you know, for day. the well, but obviously you didn't have that one shot that brought you back. Moose, he's no. not a stats guy. No, I'm not a stats. No, no, guy. it's we, not we a stats. No, no, no. But there's usually numbers. you've obviously had the one putt on mini golf. 
on oh, putt-putt yeah. golf well, that has brought you back through the cra- cra- uh, clown's Massachusetts mouth. Massachusetts and right? Cape Cod. I'm a legend. <laughs> right, it's through the clown's mouth and the windmill uh, yeah. for a hole-in-one on the 18th yeah. to, to, Start on know, a mini golf. to beat your 12-year-old son. Uh, <laughs> back you know, in the day, so yeah, that was right. uh, That was a victory. Yeah. Uh, that was a good Friday night for Taz. We were crowd leading me and put a video together about this a couple of years ago. Nice. The I'm Legend sure. of Hole 9, it's called. I'm not kidding. I'll, I'll find out. I want to see it. It's pretty funny. So you never had a – but you never never brought you back. You played it once and never brought you back. No. So Romo's an avid golfer, right? I played golf my entire life. And What do you Romo, shoot? You're over here asking uh, me questions. I shoot in the high 90s. Oh, wow. I'm not – you know, wow. I used to be able to shoot probably when I was playing on the regular uh, in the high 80s, uh, but now I probably shoot in the high 90s. All right. Uh, I used to play a lot when I was uh, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, and this and that. So – I, it, it's a great game. It just takes a long time to go out there. It's a four and a half, five hour commitment, you know, with the schedule. And then when you throw kids into the equation, of course, that pretty much eats up your Saturdays and Sundays. And you can't really tell your wife with the schedule I have. Hey, Donna. Uh, by the way, I am. Uh, I'll see you at five o'clock this afternoon. I'm going to go play a round of golf. Nope. Yeah, that's that's easy that, fix. That's that's easy that's, fix. How is that an easy just fix? Just tell her you're going to host a lunch with a giant somewhere, and then you come back from playing golf. Uh, right. But here's she'll the problem. believe that. Here's the problem. Then she'd want to know where the cash is. Oh. Yeah, there's, there's that. Then there's that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So there's not much golf in my in 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 my future or as of right now. For Romo, he's out there playing a PGA event this week. Mm. And I think he's tried it on three other occasions. Now, Romo is a, a scratch golfer, right? Very, right, very right. good golfer, right? Good athlete, uh, you know, can can shoot in the 60s and the like. So now he's trying to make the cut in the PGA Tour, right? which was part of the reason why he joined CBS because he wanted these kind of opportunities. Maybe eventually, you know, he's been worked into some of the golf broadcasts as well. And he wanted kind of that kind of Pat Summerall type of a deal where not only do the, you do the NFL, but you're also involved in the golf game, and CBS obviously covers a lot of golf. Now, if Romo makes the cut this week in the PGA event, which gets going today, um, he will not be part of the broadcast crew this weekend with Jim Nance. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I got to say, you got to be careful. You got to be careful, my man Romo. You can't do that. Priorities, where the money lies, that that's your job. And you gotta be careful. Oh yeah, they can put someone else in that spot. They bring back a Phil Sims, right? Maybe Phil Sims comes in, or maybe Andrew, your buddy, Boomer Sison. Well, that is the well, plan, actually. Be, oh, Boomer. It I didn't know that. Boomer, yes. Well, it's not going to be Sims that ended poorly with yeah. Sims and Nance. It's funny. That's they brought like, him back. That's not gonna, that's I didn't like, know that. That's I like oil and water. Yeah. Do you guys know each other? That's, I, don't not, think, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think Sims. So it'd be great. What, what Nance and Sims? Hello, I think they'd friends. Be, yeah, uh, they not. might be drop-in haymakers in the third quarter. <laughs> third and six. Uh, <laughs> right. Screw you. Third and six. There might be five minutes of silence in the broadcast. you like, what the hell's going on here? This is Phil Sims. Hello, friends. That's tremendous. Yeah, but Boomer, um, yeah, so, so Boomer's doing it. Boomer I didn't know Boomer's doing it. Wow. Yeah, well, if he makes the cut. If now Boomer he, makes the cut? He's... No, no. If Tony Romo oh, 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 makes the cut <laughs> Got it. I, I, at the Safeway Open, yeah. which gets going today, he will be playing golf this weekend, and Boomer Esiason will be in the broadcast booth. We'll take him out of the studio show in New York. Oh. And he'll be in the broadcast booth and doing the game with Jim Nance. There's no this way... is Boomer Esiason. What game is it, Boomer? Do you know? Um, is it is it not Bills Patriots? Is it at Bills Patriots? I think oh, so. Oh, really? I mean, I've got to talk to my friend Booms, and I'm going to go sit in the booth with him. Me, him, well, Booms, Booms? he's not going to be there. Romo is not making the cut. 
No, but listen, this makes me. We got Boomer right next door here, okay? Everybody knows I love Boomer, and Boomer loves me. Exactly. Why can't we just get Boomer in this studio, Mikey B, and have a discussion with him while he's in a break with Boomer and Geo and say, Boomer, be honest. You're hoping Romo makes the cut, Golf Jones, so you could sit there with Jim Nance. Hello, friends. And let's see what Boomer says. Okay. Yeah, we could. Uh, you we want action? Expect it here. Yes. I'm, th- I'm thrilled to, to go into that studio. Hey, this is your three minutes. Yes. We need you now. And screw your show. And then they do a thing with you over there where uh, they, they want to see if Boomer knew even know who you are, Mike. They didn't, they didn't even know who you were. Yeah, and uh, apparently he did. I don't know. So, All right. yes. Yeah, they wanted to see if, if he knew who I was because we've been in here five years in a row. And, and, yes, he selected me. He knew who I was. Wow. It's nice. All right. Anyways, um, yeah, so I'm thinking that Boomer is hoping that um, that Romo makes the cut and in enters Boomer doing a game with, uh, with uh, what's his face? Uh, hello, friends, Jim Nance. Well, with Jim Nance. Now, he's tried three other occasions Romo has, Dominican uh, down in the Dominican Republic and AT&T Byron Nelson uh, back in May and has failed to, to make the cut. And I got to are he's going to probably miss the cut. I got to be honest with you. Well, if you're Romo, how scared can you be? I mean, you have people clamoring for you and throw, willing to throw money at your feet all left and right. It's the Bears-Vikings game? Yeah, That's it's the Bears-Vikings. Bears oh, damn it. But anyway, so the thing is, like, if you are if you are Romo, though, I mean, I understand, like, okay, Andrew's making a funny face, Mike, like, you're wrong. Like, there's a face. They're doing made. a Bears-Vikings game? You clearly game? didn't listen to the 640 That's read. usually yes. a Fox game. That's why I was confused. It's on CBS this week. Yeah. Interesting. I've read the copy. You know, I actually have... Let me see something here. Uh, because, so you could be in the broadcast booth at Bears-Vikings, Taz. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't know if I want to, but yeah. Well, you, could, that. you could do that. So, you, <laughs> you know, you don't have to worry about them doing Patriots and Bills. Yeah, no, I think I'd rather sit at home and watch the, you know... No, I agree with you. No, but I know what you're saying. Um, uh, I... Are you sure that's a, uh, a uh, Mike's getting mad? Yeah, no, he's right. He's oh, right. He's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm positive. Don't, yeah, he's right. Okay, he's right. I, I mean, I, there's a chance that the copy's wrong. I'm not gonna. No, no, yeah. you're you're right. I, you're right. You're I just right. found he's it. Right. Mike is on top of it. He's right. Go Vikings. There you go. <laughs> no problemo. So uh, anyway, so here's the thing. I don't think what Romo's doing is smart. You got to be careful because he he shows his desire, how much he's a frustrated professional golfer. Yet he's getting paid a lot of money to call football games. Well, he's an amateur golfer. But okay, he's not getting he's not getting no money. He's an amateur. He's not a pro, so he can't get paid. So he wants to be a pro. Maybe this is why he's doing it. He wants to eventually get his pro card. Uh, I'm sure he'd like to be a professional golfer. He's not good enough. That's 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 difficult to do. So, he, but this affords him the opportunity to try and make the cut. That's my point, right? Which is which is fine. But why does he have to be careful? He's got ultimate leverage. This is why he has to be careful because that you're saying leverage in the announce booth, no doubt. Yeah. Okay. No. No. And I don't disagree with you, but you got to be careful because that leverage can die down when someone else sits in your chair, and that someone else, i.e., Boomer Esiason, does a knockdown, drag out, great job. I got to be careful. Well, so I'm but, saying, but okay, but here's and Boomer's a CBS guy. If you haven't noticed, I understand that. But even if Romo does it, not number one is it gives CBS an option now. Should Romo leave, and they can see how Nance and Boomer do together. Number two is Romo. If it's not CBS, he's going to have ESPN or Fox reportedly willing to throw oodles of money at him. Well, he's the man. But what I'm saying is he's got to be careful of the desire. If you lack, if your priorities aren't 
you know, the, the booth, and they're paying you all that bank, and then here comes handsome man Boomer Sias and six foot nine blonde hair Jones, you know, Bengals Jets quarterback, hot shot city. He comes in, and you know, Boomer, he's going to knock it out of the park in the booth. Oh, Boomer's going to be great. He was great on the radio side of things. He, you know, did not go well in the Monday night booth when he was without Michaels. Uh, you know that, uh, but you know, and not not that of probably, his own. That's, that's all Michael's fault. That's not of his own doing. Fault. Al, uh, Boomer was, Boomer's, Boomer's great, but uh, it has nothing to do with that. Uh, in in terms of why that did not work, but I don't like know, Al Michaels. That guy Michaels. Uh, I think he I think he takes care of the audience. No, that's no. the best way I can put it in terms of a play by play voice on oh. TV. I think he takes care of you. I think he gives you what you need to know. Yeah. Uh, I, like I mentioned, I don't get caught up in the announcers, but for Romo, clearly <laughs> his passion is golf. And football. Right. And football is, you know, imagine making $8 million. He's got, Taz, he, I don't know, he's got no worries in in the world. He, if CBS doesn't pay him, somebody else will. Yeah, I, I know guys that, get yeah. seven, eight well, million dollars a year. He's that, not going. To, he's not. He doesn't have to be worried about who's going to take his job. Well, someone that wants it more than him. That's who. You don't That's, think he wants to be an NFL? Not NFL if he's looking to go play golf. Well, it's just one tournament. It's a, it's dude. It's, it's a dream to make the PGA. It's cut. the NFL season. You had all off season to freaking run around with a club and a golf cart. No, it's but that. those are the harder tournaments. No, yeah, I, this, this one's is, easy. Right. This he one's is right. getting paid a strong seven figure salary to call football games during the football season. Instead, he's taking a day off from work to hopefully, if he makes the cut, to go play golf. You think the executives, the the guy running programming for uh, for uh, for CBS Sports? I, I I know his name and it escapes me. Sean McManus. Thank you. That's the guy. Uh, you think he cares that this cat's going to? He's probably like, why is he going to play golf? We're paying him this money. He's going to play golf and everybody knows about it. So so we're a contingency plan. Us at CBS TV, we're a contingency plan if he makes the uh, the cut. They agreed to it. Boom is ready to go. He's on deck. <laughs> I hope he makes it. I'm this is Boomer Esiason. There you go. Let Boomer in, Sean. Let him in. Oh, Boomer, oh. Boomer does have to. Boomer's in <laughs> already. Like, what's Sean? <laughs> like, who the hell is Sean? There's three guys in there. None of them are Sean. Yeah. McManus, uh, if that is your real name. He's caddying for Romo. Hey, uh, Andrew, before you do your update, yeah. you, you're a play-by-play man, and so is Mikey B. I, I want to get your take. Cause Please, and Moose. On. Ask Mike first. Uh, um, okay, no, I want to ask you, Andrew. Uh, Al Michaels, do you like him? Uh, I'm okay with Al Michaels. I like Michaels and Collinsworth, I think, more than most people do. Oh. They, don't, they don't bother me. Yeah, they bother me. I know. Uh, how about you, Mike? Uh, I enjoy the broadcast, yeah. I like Collinsworth. I'm one of the few people that, or maybe not the few, obviously, but I, I like him. I think he gets a, a bad rap. Yeah, he gets a bad rap because he stinks. Okay. That's why. Okay. There's a hot take for you. <laughs> Guys, what do you think? Oh, okay, you're wrong. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Your opinion yeah. is incorrect. <laughs> Michael's just picked up his head as he was getting off his golden toilet. <laughs> yeah, looking at the racing form, to right. be honest. Yeah. Well, he does like to bet. Yeah, you think? No he, doubt. He lets you know on the air. Absolutely. That's part, of the, you know. that's part of his gimmick. It's part of his shtick. That is part of his shtick. You're right. And that might be why some people around here like him. <laughs> No, I like wow. to mention. I, I don't. I don't get wow. caught up into that. I. I think he. Like I mentioned, I get. I don't get caught up into announcers, but he takes care of you as a. As a. Yeah, I know what you mean when you say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. know, it's like inside inside baseball, Jones. I got it. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, part, I'm in the biz. You know what I mean, I'm in, I, I know what you. I know. <laughs> yes. Welcome aboard. I'm a voice coach. <laughs> I'm in the biz. Uh, Bogus. Good morning, bro. Oh, How hey, are you? Moose, Taz. Al. Good morning. Good morning. Both Al's. Sean. Uh, here's your report. Hello. 
Sponsored by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. As you find, gentlemen, we're discussing last hour. Melvin Gordon is... Going, going back, back to Cali, Cali, Cali. A lot of music this morning. Uh, I, mean, I don't... That was like... Did you mix that audio? No, that's straight. That's how it's the studio recording. Mm. How about you? Yeah. How about you work on a little fade-in so you don't scare the hell out of one of the co-hosts here with that out of nowhere I don't have the ability to fade in or out or sideways from this tiny machine. All right. (laughs) Well, there's some programs you could utilize that Mikey B can tell you about, audio programs to help you be a better professional. Mike, you don't. Tell them later. Going, going, back, back to Cali, Cali, Cali. Uh, so Melvin Gordon reportedly ending his holdout today, reporting to the Chargers. Now we wait and see how the Bolts handle the roughly $1.2 million in fines Gordon accrued by missing training camp and the first three games of the season. He also lost out on $989,000 in paychecks. Jalen Ramsey has again left the Jaguars with his wife about to give birth after Monday's sick day. Ramsey was at team headquarters yesterday but didn't practice because of a back issue. The Jags apparently don't know when he will be back this time. Tom Brady with another limited practice at Foxborough with a calf injury yesterday. It means next to nothing. Football is a, a, you know, it's a contact sport. So um, I wouldn't say I'm a spring chicken anymore. So I'm trying to just, you know, feel as great as I can. Brady. He's a turkey. And his Patriots. (laughs) Who says that anymore? 1979. Playing Buffalo on Sunday. Yo, turkey. Sorry. I have an outburst. Mm. All the Brewers had to do was win last night in Cincinnati to clinch a playoff spot. They wasted no time. The stretch, here it is. Braun sends one in the air to right, center, and deep. Way back. Get up. Get out of here. Gone for Ryan Braun. He just hit one out of here with the bases loaded. And the Brewers have the lead at 4-0. Bob Uecker on Brewers Radio, Milwaukee winning 9-2, clinching at worst a wildcard spot. They could host the Nationals next week or could even win the Central just a game and a half behind the Cardinals. The Twins clinched the AL Central last night with a 5-1 win in Detroit and Cleveland's 8-3 loss at the White Sox. The Indians also dropping a game and a half behind the Rays for the second wildcard. Tampa Bay shut out the Yankees for zip. The A's snuck past the Angels 3-2 to stay a half game in front of the Rays. Austin Nola's one-out single, top nine, ended Zach Granke's no-hit bid. He allowed another single before letting the bullpen finish off a 3-0 final over the Mariners, who almost became the first team ever to be no-hit three times in one season. MLB has extended the administrative leave of Yankees righty Domingo Herman through the World Series. He remains under league investigation for possible domestic violence involving his girlfriend last week. And Nets guard Kyrie Irving diagnosed with facial fractures thanks to an accidental elbow in a pickup game on Tuesday. Wouldn't it be nice if someone delivered him some ice and then did a podcast about that? Well, uh, who? Domingo? What, what, who about Kyrie Irving? Oh, Mikey yeah. B? Yeah. I, I'm not on That's top right. of the latest edition of uh, Basketball Drives. I've not yet met Kyrie, but it is a dream of mine to find his home. Why? Well, with a facial fracture and all. I will go there and I will heal him. There you go. Oh, my God. I'm sure you'll rub his feet. And you're gonna Whatever bring a, he needs. You're going to bring a bag of ice. Whatever he needs. Just go to 7-Eleven or Dairy Barn. Whatever he needs. All right. I heard you, Mike. <laughs> got it. We got your big mock for him. I understand. Okay. That would all be right. something. That would be great. Good chat, guys. Thank oh, you, Andrew. Well done. Job well done. Except for that okay. mixing problem. My fault. Uh, <laughs>
really bad. Expectations, we talked about it earlier on uh, for the Giants. Have they changed? We'll get into that with their new uh, quarterback as he gets to start this weekend once again after a very, very successful comeback victory down in Tampa this past Sunday. The Daniel Jones era. They entertain the Washington Deadskins. We'll get into that next. It's Taz, it's Moose on a Thursday right here, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio is for Live, brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Coming up next hour, we're going to chat with uh, former Oklahoma head coach Bob Stoops uh, will join us next hour. So look forward to that. It's got a book out in the like, Taz. Uh, as we spent some time earlier this hour talking about the Thursday night matchup, uh, Eagles and Packers out in Lambeau as Green Bay is a slight uh, four-point home favorite in that one. And we're both uh, giving you a little bit of a lean uh, the Packers way. As far as the Giants are concerned in terms of expectations and hope where <laughs> – they come back home. They're a one and two football team. Hell of a comeback victory this past week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and 18 points down and the like. And they've got a new young star quarterback mm. uh, in Daniel Jones. And now, you know, Giant fans, not only filled with hope, are looking at the potential as a home favorite against Washington, and rightfully so. Mm. Even without Saquon Barkley, of maybe being a two and two football team with the expectations for the Giants in 2019 completely changing. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I mean, this is this is great right now for the Giants. This is like you just laid it out perfectly. Coming off of that victory on the road in Tampa, you know, with this kid Daniel Jones, now he's got a just a, a nice victory under his belt. He had himself a nice rushing touchdown, threw the ball really well, and now you have the the, the Washington Redskins coming into town, who probably lack an immense amount of confidence as a unit. Where everyone's screaming for the rookie quarterback to come in and 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 bench case, don't play Colt, you know, and, and there's all that narrative and it's driving Gruden crazy. And if you're the Giants, man, you're just sitting there preparing your young quarterback. You don't have your great young running back, but it's okay, man. This is the perfect team to come in to play your to play the Giants and then get another victory here for the Giants. I mean, they're, they're in a great spot right now, the Giants, in this game. Yeah, they... Uh, this they, week, I should say. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. But do you look at this Giant team at, at now with the expectations changing this year, uh, not just this week, uh, but for the entire season? I, I mean, I look at the schedule where they've got Minnesota coming up, New England coming up, the Philadelphia Eagles coming up. Um, the Dallas, I mean, the Packers later on. The schedule. I, I don't know if I necessarily look at this giant team. I think Daniel Jones can overcome some things. I certainly think the offense looks a lot healthier, Taz, with his athleticism and his ability to run the football, and they can move the pocket, and Shermer able to open up that offense. But, you know, what a young quarterback can do, what a great young quarterback can do, is make up for some of the misgivings or, um, uh, issues with a roster and talent, uh, raise the level of players, certainly make an offense better. Um, you know, they're going to miss Barkley. There's no doubt about it. Wayne Goldman's a nice running back. He's not Saquon Barkley. But 
They could beat Washington with it. Can they beat Minnesota the following week without no, Saquon no, Barkley? because of the defense. It's not, yeah. To me, it's not about Barkley. It's about the defense. You yeah, know? I, I, I don't disagree. The defense has been absolutely atrocious, but there are going to be Giant fans that are going to look at it and say, well, maybe now we can look at this team as being relevant in mm. the second half. And and I think that's where you got to be a little bit careful here um, with the expectations you put on a young player because even though he looked unbelievable week one, that doesn't necessarily mean that there's not going to be growing pains the rest of the way. Yeah, they got a tough schedule. I mean, and we know this. Um, it's the NFL. Every schedule is tough. I mean, all teams, they're pro athletes. I mean, you know, I, you know, we joke around about the about the Redskins or maybe the Dolphins or something like that. I know, but well, they stink. They do stink. That's true. But you know, you got like you said, you got the you got the Vikings coming in next week. We're, we're putting the card ahead of the horse. No problem. We got the Vikings coming in the following week. If you're the Giants, you're probably not going to beat them. And then you go on the road to play New England, and you're going to get your ass kicked against them. Um, because Daniel Jones is not going to know what hit him as a rookie with that defense that Belichick's going to throw at him. He's not going to know what hit him. Uh, then I think you got a winnable game at home, though, in my opinion, Moose, when you got the Cardinals coming into town. And that's jumping ahead to October 20th. And then you got the Lions on the road. So I think they're going to win a couple of games. I think that Daniel Jones is – It's just this is going to work out good for them. By then, Barkley will be back too. I mean, they know, the Giants know in the offseason – they really need to amp up their defense. So that that's they got some offensive I don't even know if that's weapons. possible with the talent they have on that defense. You know, Taz. There's a lot of holes. There's, yeah, there's a lot a of lot problems. Of holes yeah. And a lot of, you know, they've got young corners that are wet behind the ears. Yeah. They're kind of, uh, to steal a, you know, Carl Banks term, that are swimming out there. Right. Um, and um, and I, I think that's that's exactly right, where they don't exactly know. They're not playing fast because they don't have the experience to play fast. It's not second nature. So... I don't think they're going to be able to over, overcome all of those defensive issues uh, and get that drastically better because I also think there's a talent issue when you look along that giant defensive front. But what it does show you, Taz, if you find that young quarterback, you know it can fill and change an organization's perspective because with Eli Manning, I'm not trying to uh, offend Eli Manning, is they looked like an organization that kind of lost its way. Now with Daniel Jones at quarterback, it's an organization that's filled with a, a fair amount of hope. Yeah, uh, I just want to say one thing though about the defense real quick because I didn't want to inter- interrupt you, but the defensive front, you know, you're right. that they, they, There's problems there, but they got Dexter Lawrence and they had a rookie, okay, and he's a guy, you know, out of Clemson, big, massive guy, and he made some plays on Sunday. I think he's he's going to be a He's going to end up being a really good NFL defensive lineman. I like him there. Ogletree, he was hurt. I, mean, I don't know if he's still out hurt, but he was hurt. Well, he hurt his hamstring. Right. Okay, so he's in probably still out. In that game, I thought it was a right. Okay, cool. I didn't watch the whole game. And Peppers, I'm surprised at. I thought Jabro Peppers, when he came from the Browns, everybody remembers him. He's a big star at University of Michigan, two-way player in all this jazz. And, and I was really high on him. I felt like schematically he wasn't working um, well in the, with the Cleveland Browns, then once he came to the Giants this year, it's his first year with the Giants, he's from New Jersey, he's a New Jersey kid. I, I really felt like, and I remember you and I talking about it, I felt like Jabril Peppers was going to turn it up as a strong safety for the New York Giants. He hasn't done much. Uh, I'm a little disappointed in that, to be honest with you. So they, But you're right, they have holes, that those cornerback spots are really, you know, they're going to have to address that probably in the draft or free agency or something. Well, I think know? they've got talent there. Baker, you know, the, the kid Baker DeAndre is a first-round yeah, pick yeah, out yeah. of Georgia. Yeah. Uh, he's just got to get experience. There's, he's going to be a player. The The Giants organization really likes him. He's just an experienced has, and teams are taking advantage of that ex- inexperience. And, you know, I guess I, I should clarify, they don't really have guys that can get after the quarterback on a consistent basis and hasn't been able to show that. So, 
you know, that that's not something that you're going to be able to rectify um, or change. Betcher leaves you a little wanting as a defensive coordinator. Listen, they are what they are. <laughs> if if Jones gets better and better as this season goes along, Taz, and he's set and ready to go in 2020, the Giants going to have $100 million in cap space to spend in the offseason, mm. and they're able to solidify and make some good signings of guys that can have impact in the immediacy and help over the next three or four years. The Giants could turn this thing around very, very quickly because Barkley looks like Barkley's an absolute stud, and you don't want to throw bouquets at Jones's feet after just one start in the NFL and get ahead of yourself. But he looked the part in the preseason, and he looked fantastic last week down in Tampa. And there's nothing not to like about what you've seen from Daniel Jones so far. Oh, yeah, he's not just the future for the Giants. He's the now. So, uh, yeah, and I think this this year, as long as he can stay healthy and they could – that old line could protect him from not getting hit too much because he took a lot of hits in Tampa, <clears throat> a lot, a lot, some nasty ones too, and he and he sucked it up and got back in there. I think you want to limit that as much as possible. Um, and the more he plays, the more defensive coordinators are going to figure out how to scheme against him. So the more they get to see him, you know, that's what you know. Uh, just, just to, it's nothing to do with well. I was going to say, that's what's impressive about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, you know, with the Ravens, I mean, he came off of playing last year, played really good. They had enough tape with him, these defensive coordinators. Now he comes in his second year, and he's still playing real good. Where a guy like Baker Mayfield, I feel like early in the year, these DCs have figured him out. You know? Yeah, well, Jackson's shown he can throw it, too. Yeah, yeah. Last he, year, he was running it, it 25, yeah. 26 times a game. And it was interesting to see Jackson yesterday tell you that he hates running. He'd rather throw the football. That's news to the Raven. They'd love to hear that as well. It's Taz and the Moose. Come back. Got a big final hour for you. The three Bob Stoops is going to join us on a Thursday morning. CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.